This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun, body positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness? A healthy love of yourself and help from me in sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rockstars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome to Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm Tara today I'm talking to you about my why. I often get asked how I do the things I do. I have a busy life and I'm constantly educating and learning new things, partly because my fitness professional certification requires me to do so each year. And the other part is because I love learning. When I was hospitalized years ago, I took a math class so I could stay fresh and have something to do while in the hospital ward. But I'm not a huge extrovert. I'm part of an events company, eWomen Network. But I still enjoy staying home and cozying up with a good book or movie or just listening to music. My home is my temple, my safe place. Just me and my dogs. Even network, though, is more than just hanging out and catching up, and more than just about being an extrovert or an introvert. It's about creating connections and lifting as we climb through success and challenges we encounter in our professional lives. There's a conference every August, and as a Platinum member, there's a summit every March. Membership for Platinum opens up again April, and as it has passed, it'll be October September, October in 2023, potentially. As I coach women of the age of 35 in their wellness, looking into their goals and their habits, I see direct relation between their experiences of joy and satisfaction when their work lives are expanding. But it starts smaller than that, with me, and not a linear progression. It starts with me running as a kid in the park. I grew up for nine years in London, England. My dad was working in Uxbridge, England. And I would run ahead of my dad as he took me to the park and the playground in Hyde Park. And he would catch up with me because I was red-faced and out of breath and couldn't maintain a run for very long. Side note here, my mom told me when I was young that because I was fat and out of shape, that's why I couldn't breathe properly. But uh, we know better now. I had asthma and it was the 80s and my parents had no business having kids. But I digress. So I'd get to the swing set, catch my breath while I sat there and watch the other kids play like crazy on this playground. And full-on 1980s playground swings, carousels, gravel everywhere, no safety, anything. Definitely dangerous. Pavement you could knock your head open on. Monkey bars you're definitely going to die on. But it was still so much fun, even though you're definitely going to hurt yourself on it somehow. It was still dangerous, but we still laugh and have a great time. And I always made friends there. It was always nice to see the regular crew every Saturday. So while I sat and watched everyone else zoom around, like nothing had happened, I tried to breathe. In and out rasping breasts, pain in my chest, bright pink skin. And then after 10 to 15 minutes, I would recover. And then my dad would gather me up and push me in the swing and I would go back to playing and making friends again. But remember what I said? I was alone on the swing, watching everyone else run around as though nothing was out of order. Yet I was sitting there on the outside and looking at others. Oh, I definitely remember this because this is when the comparison game started. What can I tell you about the comparison game I played with myself all my life until I actually went up to the hospital for a mental health break? Someone always fitter, someone always faster, someone always prettier, someone always more fun, someone always with a mom who loved them more, and so on and so on. Can you see how wild that comparison game goes? I'm sure others can agree. I still get trapped into it sometimes when I look in the mirror. A lot of coactive coaching training occurs for sure when I feel the inner character rise up and when I look at my body. But then I remember that who I am and what I am is more than just the flesh I'm in. 
it is about my inner self, my soul, my being, and my impact on the world around me. But I remember moments of huge joy as a child too, such as my dad pushing me up on the swing so high that chain links would roll up and snap back because he'd get me as high as he could. Oh, sure, dangerous as anything, but best time ever, and my dad and I really did enjoy those Saturdays together. Sometimes we need help. Sometimes hindsight really is twenty twenty. If I had known that there was an inhaler that would make team sports and gym class more possible, easier for me, I would have taken it. But I didn't know, and my parents didn't explore it, and neither did my gym teachers, and so on. So if you have problems breathing, I understand you. I have exercise-induced asthma, and I relieve a traumatic experience every time it comes up. Because in 2019, almost nine months after shutting down my love, my fitness club, Terry McDonald Fit Club, I had a heart attack during a 5K walk event at Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. The really scary thing is that my friend and I ignored all the signs of what was going on at the time. I had literally walked off a plane the day before, visiting my mom in Calgary, Alberta, and it was the most stressful time of my life because she was pretty sick and refusing help. It was really, really hard to realize she just didn't want help. It got violent on her part, refusing to go to a walk-in clinic just to get a basic diagnosis and get some medication. She wouldn't do it. When I got diagnosed with a heart attack, I instantly put up a larger shield to myself on that side of the family. I let myself process how it would look like to communicate with that family safely and in my own best interests. My mom and I are not close, to put it lightly, and it did not serve me to constantly try to help her like I have had over the years, when she does not return affection or love, but in fact creates a toxic environment. So bundle all of that stress, add to it cortisol levels and plaque in my neck artery, and you've got a good, good cookbook for a recipe of disaster. And I equate it and face it whenever my breathing increases. Every time, stairs hills, you name it. I see myself walking around the lake thinking I was going to fall in. I try to avoid it, but I also keep going. I walk, I lift weights, I do 30 minutes of cardio classes from Body Interactive, and I play with my dogs. My dream before that heart attack happened was to undergo a breast reduction and train to run a full marathon or triathlon. I was determined, and my body said no that year. And then COVID hit, and the great pause began, especially in Nova Scotia. Exercise-induced asthma can affect people with and without regular asthma. Exercise-induced asthma makes the bronchial tubes narrow during physical activity, causing symptoms such as wheezing, coughing, and difficulty breathing. In this awareness article I'm going to talk about, it highlights that exercise can occur with medication and an asthma plan for people with exercise-induced asthma. And thanks to Kenny Ranch in Tucson, Arizona, I have plenty of help and support as I go on my own wellness journey. But in the article, the first thing that they say is that asthma is an excuse not to work out. This isn't a bad thought, but it may have a negative reaction to you with the word excuse. Ben Carpenter, author of everything to do with fat loss, and his partner Sohi Carpenter from Sohi Fit, tackle tough subjects in the fitness culture where we allow different kinds of thoughts and expectations in every day at the gym. I agree with them on the word excuse. If there's a reason you feel you can't do something, maybe it'd be better for you to try something else. Instead of thinking of the word as an excuse, more as a reason as to what you want to do and how you want to like approach your own movement. Movement matters, but finding that nugget of joy when you do it will help you out so much in keeping up movement in your life that it's important to get through negative connotations and feel where you are, what you want to do, and what you need, what tools and support you need to keep going. So we know we need to get fit, but for some people, the prospect of playing a competitive game of basketball, going for a run, or swimming laps in a pool can be down it's scary. It can make you cough, wheeze, and struggle to breathe. In this article, the doctor says, everyone should get the recommended 150 minutes exercise each week. 
If you experience wheezing or have a hard time breathing, it might keep you from exercising regularly. But exercise can actually help your lung function. The key is finding a balance between exercising and managing this condition. Now, Fitha Remish, doctor of pulmonology at Geisner, states this. So I just wanted to bring this up because it's part of my why. Exercise-induced asthma, also known as exercise-induced bronchial constriction, EIB, is caused by prolonged exercise. Normally, when we breathe, our nose's job is to warm up and moisten the air. But during exercise, when we breathe faster and more deeply, the air that we breathe is in colder and drier, and the membranes that line the bronchi or airway passages in the lungs can swell. These membranes are sensitive in people with asthma, which can result in wheezing, coughing, shortness of breath, and fatigue. As many as 90% of people with asthma experience EIB. This type of asthma usually hits 5 to 10 minutes after exercise ends. The symptoms often go away on their own after 30 to 45 minutes of rest. Symptoms vary from person to person and depending on a bunch of factors like how cold it is outside, how humid the air is, how strenuous the exercise is, and if there's pollen in the air that can irritate the lungs, says Dr. Remish. Oh, tell me about it. When I tried to do a half marathon in New York, the pollen was high. It was 30 degrees that day and I didn't even make it through the first kilometer. I had to quit. So we continue with this article. It says, though EIB can make working out a little more complicated, it shouldn't stop anyone from exercising. Understanding your triggers and working with your doctor can help you manage your asthma symptoms. Dr. Ramesh says that over time, exercising or playing sports can actually lessen asthma symptoms and improve lung function. To prevent EIB, your doctor may prescribe medication. Side note, I use Simbacort. Helps me all the time. Your doctor may recommend using an inhaler 10 minutes before you start exercising. If you have chronic asthma, managing the symptoms with a daily inhaler can also reduce the likelihood or severity of symptoms. Certain types of exercise and sports may be better for people with EIB than others. For example, swimming may keep symptoms in check because the air is typically warm and humid, which can make it easier to breathe. I personally have a problem inhaling a lot of chlorine, so I swim in salt water. Other types of sports or workouts have involved short bursts like exercise, may also be easier for someone with EIB. On the other hand, endurance sports such as soccer or distance running or cold weather sports such as hockey or skiing may not be well tolerated. If you have EIB, you should work to find a sport exercise regimen through trial and error that works for you, says Dr. Ramesh. To lessen the symptoms of asthma and their severity, keep these tips in mind. Warm up and cool down before exercising. This will help your lungs get acclimatized to the air. Avoid working out during cold weather. If you do, cover your mouth and nose. Avoid working out when you have a cold or viral infection. Always use your inhaler or prescribed medication before you work out. Dr. Ramesh states you shouldn't use EIB as an excuse, there's that word again, not to work out and get exercise. It's likely possible as long as you work with your doctor, find a regimen that works for you and take emanations necessary, you'll have success. So that's really just what, you know, I wanted to talk about. And Dr. Resch is a pulmonologist at Geisner, Wyoming Valley. Now I wanted to talk about exercise and just asthma because it's super important. How you breathe, how you go about your day, what you do for exercise, how you relate to that, what it relates to back into trauma as you work out, what you think, what you feel when you go through it, it all comes crashing in on your workout for sure. But we need to keep going. So anyway, back to my wife. Why I didn't stop during the great pause? I did, however, pause and reconsider for three years what it would look like to work as a fitness professional and maintain status for safety and cleanliness in my renovated garage that is now my fitness area. Virtual. Oh, so much went virtual. I'm happy to announce that with the talented Chris Afira, I will have a fitness video series launched in May 2023. I coach six clients in total on fitness and wellness. It helps pay the bills. 
but something has been missing. I completed my MBA over a year ago. My master's of kinesiology is almost done. Graduation December 2023, if all goes well. There was a little pause from a faculty delay, but we're getting there towards my goal. What was missing, though, I have asked myself. And right now, I know that as I look at it, I can't help but look back at the comparison game I played with as a child, adolescent, and young adult to do it again. But with what? What is the question? Oh, yeah. What is missing in my life? Well, here's my answer. And the answer is a bigger purpose, a drive to help others. And as I've learned through my studies, a form of servant leadership as I'm already working on being a transformational leader for my clients. And this combination will really help me figure out my purpose. Even as a young volunteer with the multiple sclerosis bike events in the 1990s in Halifax, Nova Scotia, introduced to me by my old friend, Monica McKinnon, I realized that I could really help people and that it made me feel good. And that's all I need to know to keep doing it. And so I kept at volunteering over the years because I enjoyed it. So through my struggles, I tap into my inner self, the part of me that always has known who I am, that I am worthy of love. I've proven that love and kindness in my heart gets more effective and long-lasting results in any project or relationship I engage in. Sometimes when things get intense in my personal life, I take a pause there too. If my loves in my life love me, they allow me a day or two to get my emotions looked at, and instead of me blindly reacting to their words and actions, I reach into the child that knows about love and just needs a minute to process and reflect and come up with a mature answer and a reflective response. As Dr. Susan Davis states, when someone you know is upset, use these three steps to guide your response. One, acknowledge their feelings. Two, reassure them that these difficult feelings are valid. Three, make sure they know they are valued. When we are fully present with the people in our lives, especially during their difficult moments, we strengthen our relationships and we have networks of care that impact our communities. At this time, I think of Susan David's leadership on emotional agility and her question we can ask ourselves in the throes of our emotions, which is, do you have emotions or do your emotions have you? My life growing up for 17 years was a battlefield between myself and my mother. I have founded and created healthy relationships with women in my life to offset this toxic relationship. Even in the darkest moment, I know that thanks to my recce training, I have a purpose, as do you. My suggestion to you is to meditate and reflect on what yours can be. Even the smallest purpose in your mind can have a large impact thanks to accumulative thought and action, the ripple effect of one small act. Now I support 100 Women Who Care Halifax, local and international private pet rescues, and organizations like the Canadian Red Cross, along with the Port Wallace United Church's mission to continue my act of servant leadership and community service. So, what is your why? Find me on social media at Tara C. McDonald, Inc. and Plus Fitness with Tara and let me know. My why constantly evolves each year and that's a-okay if yours does too. Yours in health. Thanks for listening. Tara McDonald.